How do I meet my soulmate? How do I move on from heartbreak? Does my dream relationship even exist? Are, are dating apps the only way I can meet people? Are all relationships this hard? This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Each week, your host dives into sex, love, dating, relationships, and everything in between. Welcome to Between the Sheets with Dr. Love. Hey, it's Dr. Love. Welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets with Dr. Love, everyone. So today we are going to talk about something that I find really interesting and I swear I'm going to end up doing a PhD on this topic. That's how interesting I find it. And it's the topic of trust. And trust, although a very little simple word, is quite a complex scenario because trust is just not something that happens innately, is not easy for everyone and is broken very quickly. So it can take a lifetime to build but only take one incident to ruin trust in all forms, whether it's in a relationship or at work or with colleagues or siblings, whatever it is. So I'm going to talk about trust today and I'm going to talk about the five types of trust we see in relationships. Now, this is not all of them, but this is the five types that I'm going to talk about today. And it's probably a good idea for you to say, you know, do I have all of these types of trust in my relationship? And if I don't, why not? So a really good ticker box activity is to, once you've listened to the podcast, is go back and do a little bit of a reflection on your own relationship or your past relationships and say, hang on a minute, this is why it didn't work, this is why it's not working, and um, this is what I can do a little bit better. You know, so it goes without saying that all healthy relationships, whether they're romantic or platonic, are built on mutual trust, but there's different forms of trust. So having a trusting and open relationship with your partner plays a huge role in how successful and fulfilling the relationship is going to be but it can be different in all areas of your life. So there may be areas in relationship that you fully trust your partner, such as, you know, financial security, but you don't trust them with emotional availability or honesty. Taking a look at, you know, these five types of trust that we're going to talk about today, and if they're present in your relationship, it would mean that, you know, you've got a pretty healthy relationship. And you can identify areas that need to be worked on, in your own relationship and acknowledge areas that are probably stronger than you even thought or even you probably didn't even notice that that is part of having a trusting relationship. So let's look at the first one is being faithful. The first type of trust that a relationship is built on is fidelity. And this is obviously if you're in a monogamous relationship, obviously this is something, uh, faithfulness is very different in an open relationship. So let's go, we're talking for the sake of monogamous relationships where we stay faithful to one another. Being faithful to your partner is the first type of trust that we have in those type of relationships. So even in open relationships, fidelity still occurs and it's a breach of trust between consenting adults on the relationship rules. Fidelity revolves around being sexually and emotionally exclusive with your partner and mutually deciding to be faithful to one another. So in relationships, sometimes we get this wrong is because we go into relationships with our own idea of what faithfulness looks like and fidelity looks like. 
And we haven't had a conversation around what is our expectation of that in this relationship, in the relationship we're going to have right now. And unfortunately, these two people come into a relationship and one thinks something is being unfaithful and the other one doesn't. And it creates conflict. And when someone has done something against the relationship rules that haven't been spoken about, so they've been silent rules, then people get hurt. So if this type of trust is broken and your partner has been unfaithful, it really does cast a shadow over your relationships and your self-esteem. And it's really hard to trust your partner after you've caught them cheating or they've admitted to being unfaithful to you physically or emotionally. And it takes a lot of time and work to heal to trust them again. Now, I'm not saying it can't be done but it does take a lot of work and it takes both of you to tango to get that trust happening again. Trust is really tricky because as it's not like a switch, you can't just turn it on and turn it off and flick it on and flick it off as you please. If it's been broken in one area of your lives, sometimes it actually seeps into the other areas as well. So if your partner has cheated on you, sometimes you feel like you can't trust them in all areas of your relationship, but sometimes you feel like you can still trust them with other aspects, like maybe you still feel safe to be around them, or maybe you still know even though they have cheated on you or been unfaithful, you know you're still able to rely on them financially. Or if you need them, you know that they would still be available. And there's a real conflict there because you you think, how could you be there for me in this capacity? But you've also done the wrong thing and you've cheated on me. So being faithful is probably one of the biggest trusts in relationship that you should have. Another one that comes up is physical security. And I know it sounds odd if you haven't had to think about physical safety with your partner, but you know, that means you're pretty lucky because there are some people out there that don't feel safe physically with their partner. So while most people can feel secure and trust their partners with their safety without even realizing it, for some people who are in relationships that have elements of domestic violence, it's a very different story. So being in a relationship that brings you fear when going home, or if you're constantly worrying about your partner being in a mood, not knowing what to expect, walking on eggshells can have extreme impacts on your health. That level of uncertainty and fear can eat you from the inside out. And sometimes we take a safe environment for granted, but in relationships, they should be, it should be the standard. There should be no exception to the rule that you must feel physically safe. You must have a physical trust with your partner because it's really important to the health and the success of your relationship. It really depends on how much you can trust to be with them, that you are physically safe with them. And so if your environment is threatened with verbal or physical or emotional abuse, trust is a lot harder to rebuild as this, you know, this type of behavior usually comes in a cyclical pattern. It normally repeats itself and it doesn't just happen once. And other forms of physical trust can include trusting your partner to look after you if there were an accident or you were injured or something as simple as driving with you in the passenger seat uh, when you need them to or driving you to the doctor, trusting that they could get you to the doctor when you felt unwell. You know, their perspective on the value of your life is shown during these situations. 
And when the physical trust is gone, you can't be sure at what's coming next. And certainty in relationships is really important. Well, at least certainty around trust and reliability that you are safe is really important. If it sounds like you and you're in this current situation, use the resources in your life, such as family and friends to support you and talk to them. If you're in danger and you feel like your environment is not safe, you need to seek the help of someone else outside the relationship and more than just family. And it could be that you need to actually call the police and let them know what's going on. If you're not in immediate danger, but feel like you're in a situation that you can't get out of, you should go seek the help of a therapist, a domestic violence liaison officer, a local community resource, something just so that you can actually get some information and equip yourself with the right toolkit so when the time does come and you have decided that this situation is not ideal for you any longer, that you know where to go and how to get out. The most important thing here is keeping yourself safe. So physical safety, although taken for granted in most relationships, there are some people that actually don't feel physically safe in their relationship. So that is a very big indicator of trust and building trust and keeping trust throughout the relationship. The other one is financial security. We know money makes the world go round. And when you commit to someone long-term, you can be sure that your finances along with the rest of your life choices are going to be integrated. And giving someone access and control over your money is a very huge step. And it can make you think about how much you trust this person. And after all, financial security is a huge part of our chances of survival. And if we feel like we are taken advantage of, or maybe there's a risk that we don't trust that person enough with our finances, then are we going to survive without them? How are we going to survive financially? These are the thoughts that come through our minds. So combining your finances is a big deal. And as you're showing your partner, you're willing to put your life and your savings in their hands. This is very powerful a powerful move when it comes to trust. So finances work in mysterious ways. And ask yourself if you trust your partner to make wise decisions when it comes to investments, you know, their impulses, being savvy with, you know, shared accounts, like ask yourself, what position are you in at the moment? And with this type of trust, you're taking out the me in the money, right? And starting to use the we. It's not my money. It's our money. What are we doing with this money to invest rather than what am I going to do? It becomes a conversation about we and how you're using it together. And if you're reluctant to share your finances with your partner or simply refuse to pull your accounts together, you should probably be reflecting on why you aren't able to place this kind of trust into the relationship you're in. Because financial safety is almost like a mirror image of any other trust that you have in a relationship. If you can't feel financially safe in your relationship, I don't know if you can feel safe anywhere else in a relationship either. The other thing I wanted to talk about is emotional stability. So if you've ever been in relationships with someone that were emotionally unstable, you understand what this is about. God forbid, like this is the roller coaster, exhausting relationship that you just can't pick it. 
And one minute you guys are good and the next minute you don't know what the hell's just happened, but they're either unavailable, losing it, distant, locking themselves up. You've got a silent treatment, whatever it is, but they're all over the place. And people that have only been in relationships with stable people may not know the joys of being with someone who is emotionally predictable, right? So we often rely on our partners to show predictability. And when it comes to who they're in a private relationship with and who they are in a relationship with in public, it could look very differently. So this form of trust is important as we feel another level of security in their behavior. If we can trust that their behavior is consistent, then it gives us this stability in the relationship. So when the person isn't predictable, you know, probably erratic to some extreme, it can feel like you're constantly walking on eggshells. So you don't know what to say. You don't know if uh, it's the wrong or right thing. You don't know what's going to spark them off. And you could be having a normal conversation and whether it be something you said or did in that moment or something they remembered that annoyed them, your partner could go off like a siren. And while this doesn't translate to like verbal or emotional abuse, this kind of behavior can take, you know, similar effects on your health, your anxiety levels, your stress levels on a daily basis. This actually gives your body a pounding. And I want you to think to yourself if you're able to trust how your partner will react to certain topics or bad news around you. Are they able to handle new information with grace or will their emotions, will there be an instability in their emotions and will they, the emotions get the better of them and take over them? And if it's mostly the later and you're finding it harder to trust their reactions and reflect on this and discuss calmly, really with them, what is it about their behavior? What's their erratic behavior? How it makes you feel if you can, if you can sit down and have a chat with them about that. And if there are changes you can make together to help the situation so that you no longer have to walk on the eggshells. Because sometimes some people don't realize how their reactions are making you feel. And because you just cope with them or you just accept that's how they are. They don't feel like there needs to be a change. So it's worth a conversation to talk about how the behavior is affecting you and how you can work together to change it. And if you're both committed to being together and building trust in the relationship, you guys will find a way to make it work. And if you can't do it together, find someone outside the relationship, a counselor, a therapist, someone like myself to help you through it so that you can come up with a plan to make sure that this isn't going to ruin your relationship. And obviously, the last thing I want to talk about is the good old big H word, honesty. The final type of trust is truth and honesty. And something that is vital to the workings of a healthy relationship is really this. Starting a relationship with the basis of open lines of communication, not being quick to judge, feeling safe when discussing and confronting issues with your partner will really give you a strong trust to build on. And if you're unable to trust your partner based on what they say, and you need proof that they're telling the truth, such as staying back you know, at work late, your lack of trust can really come from other actions of theirs, right? So like being unfaithful in the relationship. So trustfulness is where your relationship can also come in different levels. On one hand, you may trust your partner 
when they say, you know, they paid the electricity bill, you trust that they did that. But on the other hand, you may not trust them when they say they're on the phone to their boss during a late night scenario at home. So there's different areas in the relationship that you have these elements of trust and honesty that come out. So what you need to do is reflect on why you are so convinced by your partner in certain aspects of your life and you believe them in others and not in other areas. Being able to completely trust your partner in whatever they say is essential to creating this fulfilling relationship that you're probably after. But it is easier said than done. Little Miss Doubtfire, the Little Miss Doubt or the Mr. Doubt in our mind does play a big part and our mind chatter takes over sometimes and our insecurities. But trust does change over time and it's very normal to have different degrees of trust in your partner at particular times in your relationship. No person or relationship is going to be perfect. And they might not trust you with finances, but believe anything you tell them. Some people are really shitty with money and they can't be trusted to manage the money well. And so the other partner takes over that part of the relationship, but they trust them with everything else in the relationship. And this can still work. It's about finding the trust balance that works for you and your partner so that you can create a more transparent and honest and I guess wholesome relationship that's really important. So there are five things that we've sort of spoken about today. And like I said in the beginning of the episode, I really find trust interesting because we are not always, um, although we're born in this world to trust that we will be looked after with food and shelter and love, that is not always the case. And unfortunately, our experiences of the family that we've come from, the family we've grown up in, and the examples around us have always have impacted the way that we trust the people we love, the people around us, the way we trust ourselves. And often even, you know, the organizations that we work in, do we trust what they're saying? Do we believe what they're saying? So trust is available and trust is in every element of our lives and the way we do it is very different to each other and it's different at different stages in our lives as well. So I will probably talk more about this topic as the episodes go on but definitely I am looking at a lot of what trust means and how research has shown that it impacts individuals in lives and in business and in love and things like that. So please shout out to me around the issues of trust and if you've been able to maintain trust in the relationship or you find it very difficult to trust people and that's okay too, but that comes with a background story and it comes with a past as to why you can't trust people or find it difficult. Let me know what your trust journey looks like. And for this episode, I think that's it for today, guys. I hope you have a great day and I look forward to our next episode. Send me in whatever you want me to have a chat about. I'm happy and I'm open to topics all the time. Until then, I'll catch you on the next episode. See you, lovers. Bye. Thanks for listening to the podcast with Dr. Love. For all show notes and resources mentioned in this episode, head to www.drlove.com. That's 
D-R-L-U-R-V-E.com. Got a question for Dr. Love? Email her at ask at doctor.love.com. Love the show. Remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Leave us a review or share it with your friends. Thanks for listening, lovers. We'll see you on the next episode. This is Between the Sheets with Dr. Love.